Welcome back to Exes and Allies Unfiltered. I'm your host, Tyler. And I'm your host, Marissa. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little sick. I'm still sick. But here we are. So ignore if I sound disgusting. Yeah, we had to take a slight break for a little bit. I mean, there was a lot. You sick. Me. It's a type of mood. You in a type of mood. And like, I'm still kind of in a in a certain type of mood. That's why there's no subject tonight. It's just rambling. Really. Just whatever. Yeah, we really did a whole podcast and then deleted that shit right after. Oh, yeah, that that was that was bad. Well, that was a little too unfiltered for us. <clears throat> yeah, we just kind of went at each other's throats. A lot a lot was said. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you, I don't know. We'll, we'll get to that point soon, in my opinion. Anyway, anything you want to get off your chest or talk about, get the people to know you a little more? <clears throat> anything about our relationship, past relationships that they don't know, like shit you've been through? Past relationships? I really don't care to talk about our relationship anymore. I'm kind of fucking sick of it. <laughs> Honestly, I can talk about my other fucked up relationship. Okay. Because <laughs> really, there's only been two. Yeah, I mean, and we don't say no names. We don't say time frames. We don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. Except for interpretation. Except, like, he was in the Air Force, so everyone's going to know who that is. <laughs> you didn't have to bring that up. <laughs> it's it's be... part of the story. Okay, okay. Let me set the mood. <laughs> he went to Air Force boot camp um, right after we got married in San Antonio. Like the basic bitches we were. Y'all got married in San Antonio? Yeah. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know. All, all I knew is that I was texting you. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was my high school sweetheart. Middle school? Fuck yeah. We started dating in middle school. Oh, it makes me want to throw up now that I have kids. Because now that I have kids, I'm like, you stupid bitch. The way I would slap the fuck out of my daughter. You just don't know till you know. <clears throat> anyway. So we got married. We moved to Oklahoma. Soon after we got married, because that's where he was uh, stationed, I guess. I really don't even fucking remember what he was doing in Oklahoma. I just know we lived in Oklahoma. Um, Was it on base or off base? I was off base. Because he told me you couldn't, I couldn't live on base. He had like a, I guess, apartment there or... Some kind of room there. And <laughs> I could have told you that was fucked up because a spouse you should be able 18. to live on base. So still So I was stupid. I mean he could have called your dad, your grandpa, somebody. Somebody somebody could have told you like, hey, he lying. My bad, continue. Um so he had a fellow airman. 
that lived in an apartment right outside the base with his wife. And so I lived there with them. And I didn't have a car, which is a funny story because this is how stupid I was at 18. I had a car. My dad gave me a car. My dad gave me a BMW car. And I let him talk me into trading it in so he could get a car. So, <laughs> I'm living off base with these strangers I don't fucking know. Uh, traded in my car so he could have a car. And it was an ugly ass car. He got a Dart. Yeah, Dodge Dart. Dodge Dart. Stupid ass car. I, I thought it was good. <laughs> um... So I was living there with strangers with no fucking car. No phone sometimes too, right? My phone, he was in charge of paying my phone because, like, he's my husband. And I kind of just went from my mom to him. So there was no independence for myself. I mean, now I really couldn't fucking do anything because I didn't have a phone and I didn't have a car. The only way I could communicate is like on wi-fi now were you working or no no i didn't have a car or a phone just give them more details i just said that so i was kind of fucked i didn't have no fucking food like he would get food on base and sometimes bring it to me like, his half-eaten food, and then sometimes he just wouldn't. I would go, like, days and days without seeing him. I have no money, I have no car, I have no phone. So my roommate, her name was Michelle. Shout out Michelle. Loved her. Um, She would sometimes get me food, sometimes not. She would sometimes say, hey, we have leftovers, and... Sometimes they didn't have fucking leftovers. So sometimes I was fucking starving and sometimes she got me food. But pretty much I was just fucking homeless. Um, I remember I had a bed on the floor. All my shit was in trash bags. And I had a little TV. And I had a set of Supernatural DVDs. And so that was my fucking life. <laughs> I would sit in this fucking room with my bed on the floor and watch Supernatural. And Loki, I was scared of Supernatural. I was just watching it because that's all I had to watch. Didn't, I, I didn't was, you have a dog? He did buy me a dog later on. I did have a dog. But like, it was such a terrible decision. <laughs> It's like he gave me a dog so I could just shut up or have a companion from being homeless and shit. Mm-hmm. And really not having anybody. Um, and then that was for like a couple months I did that. I remember his brother came to visit and it was supposed to be this fun, cool, like, just visiting him, visiting us. And... He stranded me and his brother at the hotel, not the hotel, but the apartment. So, like, we we had to walk 
down the street to get Burger King. And we were pretty much just stuck in the fucking room. Couldn't do shit, just staring at each other like... It was weird because I thought if his brother came, he would be around. But he wasn't. Is this just a super sad story? Should we move on? No. <laughs> but that... Then, after a couple months of that, he was like, maybe you should move back to Texas. And I was like, maybe you're right. So I took his car. And the intention was I would go back down and visit him and give his car back. I did not do that. I stole his car. (laughs) I stole that car. But so I moved to my grandma's. And as soon as I got back to my grandma's, I found out I was pregnant. I was super excited. I mean, even though I was being tortured and fucking abused, I was super excited because I was like, I'm having a baby with my husband. And I remember, I remember finding out and telling my grandma and she was super excited. We were super excited. And then what happened when you found out? (laughs) Um, I called him and told him that I was pregnant and he was excited on the phone. And then literally a couple, like two days after that, he was texting me and basically breaking up with me, saying he was leaving me, he didn't believe the baby was his, he thought I was cheating on him and blah, blah, blah. And I was devastated. I mean, I'm freaking 18, 19, thinking he's the love of my life, and... I just told him I was pregnant and now he's leaving me. So I was pretty much like begging him to stay with me. It's so fucking embarrassing. But I was literally begging him not to leave me and like, let's make it work. It's not a big deal. And then once I wouldn't stop begging him, he was like, well, I found someone else. And so then is when he told me he had been cheating on me. The whole time I was in Oklahoma with the girl he met at. Oh, I forgot the name of the store. It's like a, it was, it was like a gaming store. Anyway. It's going to bug the fuck out of me. Anyway, he, he was cheating on me that whole time and got her pregnant. So I was pregnant. She was pregnant. He chose her, left me. Are they still together or no? No. No, I'm pretty sure she cheated on him and got pregnant with someone else. Because karma is a bitch. And, (laughs) yeah, that's a funny story. But no. But when I left, once he told me he was leaving me, I was like, fuck it. Never talk. We never talk to each other again. Other than when it was time to get a divorce, obviously. Then I was like, yo, I need your information. <laughs> and signing other rights over. Yeah, well, with the divorce, he signed over his rights to my my child. 
but I rode dirty with his car for months, months, months. <laughs> Whatever happened to it? Can you oh, say? Yeah. Um, I finally took it to his mom's house and they picked it up. But I mean, when I tell you the way I took it was not the way I gave that bitch back. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, I was living with my... technically it was your car. I mean, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> um, but no, he was. I'm pretty sure he was still paying on it. I'm pretty sure he was still paying on it. But I was living at my grand my grandparents' house and. One morning, my grandpa backed into the side of it, like the, I think the passenger door or something. He hit the fuck out of it. <laughs> he came into my room and was like, Miha, I hit your car. Like, you have insurance, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it's okay, grandpa. It ain't my car anyway. And he was like, are you sure? I was just like half asleep. I thought it was just like a little bump, you know, a little ding. No, it was like... <laughs> He fucked up that car. <laughs> and so when I gave it back, I gave him back the car. It was fucked. It was so fucked. I mean, it was fucked. <laughs> and then when I dropped off the car, I also dropped off the dog he got me in the car. Hopefully he shit in the car or something. But he went to go pick up the car with his new, with the other woman his girlfriend I don't know if yeah it had to be his girlfriend because we were married when they were together but it was fuck the dog was the dogs was a great Pyrenees so it had gotten super big and super super fluffy and it was a fucking mess because we lived in the country and he was dirty so I gave him a fucked up dog and a fucked up car and that was great that's pretty much it with that I don't know. I can't think of anything else with him. But I... Other than you texting me on our wedding day. That's a fun little... Fun little point to <laughs> talk about. I don't even know how you knew I was getting married. To be honest. Because we were like no contact. We hadn't talked in forever. Always got people always have had people yeah it was weird it was a bad time honestly it was weird because that strained my relationship with my dad obviously because I sold his fucking car he gave me and married a shithead and got pregnant by a dickhead and you know it sucked and I didn't realize how abusive and I didn't realize how bad the situation was till years after or maybe like after I had Alexander. And then it kind of sucked because I've always been super close with his family. And I still am close with his family, just not as close. Like, Yeah, because I remember at the beginning, like, you and me used to take Alexander over there to his mom's. Yeah. So she could have a relationship with him. And then over time, I mean, it just kind of faded because he had his other kid yeah i mean yeah it's weird that's i mean but shit happens when you get married at 18 yeah 
It's crazy to think about now. Shit, even at what? How how old were we? Twenty three? Twenty four? Trying to say. Maybe twenty two. I don't know. Early twenties. Yeah. Just one bad relationship after another. I I didn't do no shit like that though. <clears throat> no, that was fucked. That was fucked. And a lot of people don't even know that I was over there fucking starving and walking miles to McDonald's just so I could have fucking service to text people off of a texting app. Yeah, I remember getting a couple of them messages. Bro, it's crazy to think about. It was fucked. And he never saw Alexander. We never talked... Like I said, we never talked after he left. That was kind of the end of that. Crazy. <laughs> That's it, though. There's not much else to say about that. No other relationships or flings or anything? Uh, my first boyfriend was gay. There's that. Yo, I knew that, dude. Like, back then, and I saw that. He was such a sweet... No, you didn't. Nah, We're not no. talking about the same person. I don't know who you're talking about. Pause. Okay, yeah, we're talking about the same person. <laughs> nah, like, you can just tell by looking at somebody. I know, but that was like literally 6th, 7th grade. And to me... You can tell. Okay, let me fucking finish. To me, I didn't know what a boyfriend was. He was just my best fucking friend. Like, I'm not out here fucking making out with people in 6th grade. I wasn't that kind of girl. <laughs> yeah, we know you did. You don't have to fucking keep saying it. It's weird. No, I, I never. No, it's I weird because mm -hmm. you're bragging about it, and you were literally in sixth grade, and no, that's I was perverted. A, I was in fifth grade. Yeah, and you're happy about it. No, and it's I'm just weird. Saying. It's okay, but it's weird for you to like brag about it in no, a sense. I was, I was in... as a child. You're talking about a child making out with another child. It's weird. Bro, I was in. Okay, yeah, I was making out in fucking fifth grade but also I, there was a chick in my fifth grade class that was fucking pregnant like that's disgusting uh, anyway man. he was really sweet I'm glad he was my first boyfriend cause he was a sweetheart a little sweetie pie no I haven't had a lot of boyfriends I don't know what you want me to say just the real major shitty ones I don't know. I, when it comes to me and all my past relationships, I don't know. I was an alcoholic for a lot of them. Like, if we go into, like, my high school and after high school ones. Like, before that, I was just, I don't know, focused on money for a while. For a minute, like, focused on money and girls. What's your craziest like relationship memory that's not me that's not your baby mamas let's say that 
No baby mama stories. Other than a stalker chick? Uh, you could talk about stalker chick. Man, no, that lady, she was like... She was older than you, yeah? Yeah. By how much? Uh, like five or six years. God damn. <laughs> and, man, that... I don't even remember how that shit started. Like... I do. Like, I know I had to, like, go to her office or something. Cause she had to do something with the, the, the administration. Right. You don't got to go into fucking details on how you started cheating on me. Just talk about the events that happened that were crazy. Uh, man. When I quit that job because they just... They were all fucking ignorant up there. And they all got... All those people that were making those ignorant decisions got fired or demoted. But... After I left, um... I went to my new job. And I was in training. And I wasn't able to communicate with her like I was before. Like texting, phone calls, lunch, whatever. And so... Now she was coming up to my new job. And... It was a secured facility. Like, it's my first few days there. And she's popping up at the front desk asking if I'm there. And they're like, yeah, do you want us to get him? And they're like, she's like, no. And then she'll just fucking leave. And then, like, she'd, like, leave notes. But this was, like, every day. And so, then that first, like, week or two, my assistant director came up to me and was just like, yo, better tell that little girl to, you know, stay away or I'm gonna get the marshals to arrest her for trespassing like if they you ain't gonna have no job it's all <laughs> like bro you better chill and she was on some suicide stuff man like threatening to kill herself because I wasn't talking to her and I, when she started that I'm like man you older than me like you shouldn't be acting this way I just love when the goddess karma does her fucking job so I break up with her yeah. And then she's like, I want to talk to you. And this is like a couple weeks later. And so I link up with her in a public place because I'm like, man, this, this chick, she a little wild. And she was just like confessing her love to me and then shows me her tattoo that she got of my name across her <laughs> side. And I'm just like, ah, I'm like, bro, you, you wild. And I, I dipped out. Um... I remember her or her man or her ex driving up to the house when me and the kids were there. Her husband? See, this is just fucking karma. It was it. I don't know her life. I don't know if she was married or not. You don't know fucked her. Yeah, she was married. And then I came into the picture and she filed for divorce. Cap. No cap, bro. No cap. You saw the divorce papers? Is she, no. She's the one that printed off a copy for me. No comment. But, um, you know, she told me the whole process, everything. But whether, like she said she followed them, I'm like, whatever. But. Yeah, you didn't give a fuck. You were married too. Who the fuck cares? But, man, no, so. No, but I was saying, I remember 
her man pulling up to the house while me and the kids were there. And I was like, uh. I don't think it was him. He pulled up to one of my homies. And he shouldn't have pulled up to that house. Like, the man, I got him in my phone as El Chapo. Like, <laughs> for a reason uh, to be a homie. I was, at the time, that was like one of one of my good homies. Like, we don't really fuck with each other no more. But he came over there looking for me. And he was about to find God that day on a, on a personal level. You don't just go rolling up to somebody's house. I mean, I get it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, fucking his wife. Poor yeah. guy, what'd you expect? But, nah, so... And she had kids, right? She had a kid, yeah. I mean... She was cool other than the psychotic stuff, I mean. That's crazy. And then I had another one uh, that I was with. Man, I moved in with her. And pretty much, like, we turned her house into a trap house. That one was a wild one. I don't think you should say that. <laughs> I mean, we did. I mean, there was already stuff there. I was just like, let's push out more stuff. Like, <laughs> they're already up for a few days. Let's go ahead and make this. And I don't know, man. That one was wild, too. That's the house uh, shit, I, I died in, pretty much. It was, like, right after my heart surgery. And... I drank too much. That's whenever. So you're was... saying you got back with that girl after Crazy Girl? No, this was before Crazy Girl. This was like whenever I was like 18, 19. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is before us. Yeah. Yeah. And, hell. Yeah, I died in that house, man. And that's when it was, it was his 21st birthday, I think. No, it wasn't my 21st birthday. I don't know how old I was. Probably. No. no. Cause I quit drinking at like what 22, 23. I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, but yeah, I was unresponsive. Um, it was right after my heart surgery, I was drinking a lot, and I just remember standing there and then waking up in the hospital. And they said I was 10 times the legal limit, that I shouldn't have been awake. I wake up, my brother's fighting to get into the hospital room, and nurses are like, hold on, hold on, hold on. and I'm just like. Yo, man, get this shit off of me. I'm leaving. And, like, I woke up probably 15 minutes later. I was walking out after being unresponsive for hours. Damn. And, yeah, I mean, that was that. I just went, crashed out. But, yeah, that would, that one I remember. I passed out drunk one night, and she went through my phone. And saw a few females messaging me and me messaging them. And she felt some type of way. And I was just like, it's been real. And just left. Yeah. Um, there was this one chick. She was cool. She, she had Tourette's. <laughs> she was cool people, man. She was a good person. I was just... I was just a fucked up alcoholic, man. And she was cool. She had Tourette's. 
Nah, and yeah, man, she was cool as fuck. But like, I, man, I don't know. Ever since I was young, like, the life I was living really fucked me up. And so I was just kind of on this whole fuck the world, self-sabotage. Don't care about no one's feelings. Like, let me just drink. Just it's very good. Uh, yeah, pretty okay. much. But, yeah, I kind of did her dirty. Well, I didn't even do her dirty. Like, I didn't cheat on her or nothing. I just, like, she she was all like, it's either alcohol or me. And I was just like, alcohol. took an Forever. I took a drink of beer and I was just like, well, I guess I'm out of here. And I jumped in my truck and kept on. Like, that's fucked up, you know. I never apologized because of the way I did it, but, I mean, there was a couple, couple chicks like that. Like, then there was that one where I used to pick her up from work, take her to work, fucking paid for college, paid for warrants, paid for college materials laptops and then she just dipped out <laughs> and i'm just like damn there was another chick down in austin she was cool like i'd catch the mega bus because it was cheap as shit <laughs> and it was right by where i worked at and i would catch the mega bus in like three or four hours i'd be down in austin she'd meet me at the bus stop and we'd go to the apartment, crash out, like, or if I got there early enough, she'd have Dos Equis waiting on me because she knew I was an alcoholic and liked to drink. And I don't know, she she was smart, man. Like she got, she was working on getting, I think, like her master's or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you smart? Why are you fucking with me? <laughs> like, but for real. Nah, she was good people, and. I think we was both one in a relationship, but she wasn't one in a relationship with me as an alcoholic. Like, she saw that writing on the wall, and she was like, I just can't. And, like, I was really wanting a relationship, so I was just like, fuck it. And so I we just stopped talking. Yeah. Good for her, honestly. But She dodged a bullet. Mm-hmm. She was cool people. And she's married now. Right? Yeah, to a white boy. <laughs> Good for her. But I don't know, man. I just take a look at look at my life, man. Like alcohol really fucked my life up. I well, I fucked my life up, not alcohol. Let's let's put it that way. Like, if I didn't choose the path that I chose, I wouldn't have went down the road I went down. But at the same time, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't. So, okay, let's rewind this. Even though, like, I was a fucked up alcoholic doing some fucked off shit. I was still a good person. Like, paying for all this shit for people. I was still doing volunteer work. Like at at this thing that the police department has called Santa Cop. I think you have it backwards. I think <clears throat> you were doing all these good things, but you're still a bad person. Because you said, 
I was doing all these bad things, but I'm still a good person. It's definitely you were doing all these good things, but you're still... Did I just say that again? Either way. You were a bad person. You weren't a good person. You I was were a, just... I was a bad person doing good things every so often. Yeah. That doesn't change if you're a good person or a bad person. You were 100% a bad person. Oh, well, what do you think I am now? <laughs> because, okay... I don't know. Honestly, at, at, honestly, I don't know. At heart, at heart, I'm a good person. At heart. And, like, you've been witness to that shit. Whether it's strangers, friends, like, I help somebody. I've witnessed you do good deeds, but. And that's somebody's character. No. What, Man, okay. No. So, what people on. do to the people they love is their characters. Hmm. <clears throat> I've been there for family. My grandparents mainly. Yeah. Rest in peace on my grandpa. But. I don't know. I think you try to mask your shittiness with sometimes doing something that's good. Well, because. And then it's like. I get. Because I struggled with for years. And. I know we ain't trying to talk about our relationship like either one of my baby mamas but man for a long time i felt like i was worthless and so that that would put me in like a shitty fucking mood man like that feeling and then that put me in the fucking mood like i don't give a fuck about nobody and yeah i mean that would lead to a lot of shit but like right now so that's your excuse for being a bad person no, no. I mean, okay, other than cheating. What it what else was very bad? You want me to say it? I don't think you want me to. So we'll move on. There's definitely other things other than cheating. Which you like to just throw to the side like No, so yeah, what? I no. had a wife and three kids. Oh yeah, it was bad for sure. But even even when I think the way you treat all women, no matter who they are, I think the only woman I've seen you treat good is your grandma, which is good. But everyone else, nah, dog. Mm, I beg to differ. I don't. Well, you don't live my life, neither. Like, ah, oh, man, I don't know. No, I've just been your wife for ten years, but fuck that. I don't know. Because even, even when I wasn't around, like, I was still paying rent. You mean doing your fucking duty as a husband? Because... Shit. You know what? I, I was paying rent at two places. Good. Because you had two freaking people. You were playing both of us when you were paying our rent. Man, okay. Fact, so fact or lie? Fact or cap? I guess fact. I don't remember what you said, but it sounded like fact. You were still fucking with both of us. Uh, At that time, no. Yes. Because I could tell you the truth. Back when you was down there at the house? There, the apartment, whatever. Maybe, yeah. You know yeah, it was the yeah. right thing to be paying yeah. both of our fucking rent. Yeah. So that doesn't make you a good person. That makes no. you fucking. You're 
that's your duty well, as a husband or baby daddy. Okay. Now. I, man, I don't know how to put it. I don't know, even if you even go back to middle school to one of my exes that had family issues. You know, I was, I was the distraction in their situation to help them get out of the situation that they was in. Like, I don't know, this that's my whole thing. Like, I am a good person. I just make really bad choices because I feel like the shit that I did whenever I was younger, before relationships, like, I'm going to go to fucking hell anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, I struggle with that for a long time. It wasn't just till recently. I'm just like, I have the choice to either do bad or good. And I've just been focused on the good, man. Like, it makes me feel good. Because it's like I'm finding myself, I'm finding peace. I'm finding happiness. Good for you. But, I don't know, man. Like, I know one of my exes said that they pretty much, like, took care of me. And I'm just like, mm, I don't know about all that. Because I remember paying shit that I had no business paying. It's doing shit that I had no business doing. And it's just like. Like I was more beneficial to you than you were to me. In my opinion. Yeah. But. I mean it's whatever. Like I ain't never had no issues with helping people out even my family like yeah you know i might cop an attitude you know with my family over this shit but that's just me because there's been instances where like if i really needed something like no one was there like i had to get me and like when we lived out in the country and we was moving back to the city. Yeah. I mean, that was 90% me. And me. And you. Don't forget. But like when it came to, I think your family helped out more than anything. Well, I don't yeah. remember. I honestly can't remember. All I remember is like getting stopped by the state trooper and having a bunch of bang bangs in the car and i'm like yo man like i got a bunch of in here you want me to step out he's like no nah, you're good i'm like oh man i'm gonna get shot today <laughs> like, i ain't gonna make no sudden movements but nah um i don't know man like the only person i ever really counted on was myself and so i think whenever i found out that one of my exes was like, oh, yeah, I took care of him. I'm like, mm. Like, nah, man. Like, I've been taking care of myself since I was a kid, pretty much. Like, I was I was hustling in middle school. <laughs> like. But that doesn't mean she wasn't taking care of you. I mean, you might think of taking care of as a different. You know what? A Get different thing than her. 
Okay, give me a place to live. To live. Cool. Like me sending you some bread. Me paying. Was she feeding you? Was she washing your stuff? Was she taking care of you like that? Um. Was there she were, there playing was, wife? There were. Ooh. I don't want to get into details on like roles, but there was times where I was buying groceries. So, I mean, to me, shit was kind of 50 50. So she was taking care of you. You just if, don't if like it, to say it, that. It would not. If it was 50 50. Like, if I'm sending you bread. You're taking care of her. She's taking care of you. It's a mutual thing. Yeah, okay. There you go. It was a mutual thing. But it wasn't like I was just. A bum. A bum. Well, the world may never know. Shit, I know. You. But she knows too. I don't know. There was a man. There was another chick. She was cool too, but she was crazy. Why? Man, I don't. She was just a lot, like a lot, and I just had to distance myself, and I felt bad that I had to distance myself. But I'm just like. And that was like that was like my homie's best friend's girl, like homegirl. Your homie's best friend's girl. Yeah. Your homie's. My bad. My homie's girl's best friend. Your homie's girl's best friend. Yeah. Okay. I'm dyslexic. Don't mind me. <clears throat> Man, I don't know. It was a lot. Like what, bitch? Say something. Well, no, like she was cool, but she was just a lot. Like she was. Like she was loud. She was mm, excited. She was a lot of energy. Yeah, nah, a lot of energy, a lot, too much for me. Like a crackhead. Yeah, but she wasn't a crackhead. She just had crackhead tendencies. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah, crackhead tendencies. Damn. Like what? Like I said, she was just. (laughs) She was just hyper as shit. And if I wasn't mistaken, I think she was staying in Stop 6. For people that don't know what Stop 6 is, just Google Life in the Fishbowl. There's a whole book on Stop 6. Read it. But Yeah. It was about how um, this undercover agent infiltrated the Crip Gang in the Fishbowl. That's what he called it. It was like he felt like he was living life in a fishbowl. And they took down so many people. Like, Fort Worth was the like murder capital for so years. So she was a crackhead and she lived in the ghetto. Yeah, when she wasn't a crackhead, she was just very hyper. And like she oh. was always like blowing my line, and I'm just like, God damn, bro! Like, you know what's so weird to me is you need a relationship, but once you get it, you're like so over it. No, I don't need one. Okay, you know what? I do. I just didn't know what which one. But now I know which one. I just need a relationship with myself and one with God. Like, I'm chilling. Ugh, sigh. And I'm good. I got, and, and a good relationship with money. Like, that ain't bro, never gonna happen. 
God, nah, hell yeah. Two baby mamas. Hell yeah, it's gonna happen. Because I'm gonna put it to you like this. Once I got out of my last relationship, like I was like, oh holy shit, I finally got some fucking bread now. Because I put myself in such a financial bind in that one. Same, same. Bro, hey, I feel bad for you though, because Why? you you dipped out on the apartment. And it wasn't till a month later you found out you had like what seven racks, twelve racks, something like that. Yeah. That you didn't even know about sitting there, like. But I mean, I shit, mean, everything I, happened for a reason. Yeah, realistically, with three kids being a stay-at-home mom, there's no way I could have kept that up. I was gonna get <laughs> evicted sooner or later. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like you could have bought yourself some time. Well, it was my shit, not yours, so. You were just living your life. I had to worry about real grown-up stuff. And I paid so I couldn't pay. Mm. Mm, no, I was still sending bread. Anyway. Whatever. But, nah. I don't know, man. I know that the last relationship I was in really have fucked up my mental. Cause like every everything that made me up or like made me who I want to be was kind of just like stripped. And now it's just like I'm free. And now it's just like. Like, if you fuck with me, you fuck with me. If you don't, you don't. And I mean, that doesn't, I mean, that goes with everybody in my life friends, family, exes, whatever. Cause it's just like now I'm just focused on being the fucking best version of me, being successful as fuck. And I got a time frame on that. And it's just like when you see me having all the shit that I said I was gonna do that you said it was a waste of time or you didn't believe in like yo stay in your fucking lane you know what i'm saying and like i said that applies to fucking everybody because i'm gonna do me and then i'm gonna fucking disappear <laughs> bro that's all you've ever done is do you and disappear yeah i'm gonna do it 10 times better now you go glenn coco you go and do you and disappear. My bad, I was smoking. Um, no, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. And like, I hate when people are like, I'm gonna wait till New Year's to make a resolution. Fuck that shit, bro. Set goals and shit for yourself right now. You're so motivational. Hell yeah, that's what I'm on so crazy but i don't know like the friend that i had in my life for the short (laughs) the short time like like they was cool people and i don't know just like one thing i miss about that was just the fucking conversation because like a lot of people don't understand whether it's friends, whether it's family, 
whether it's your significant other, like if you can have like good, meaningful conversation with with a, another human, like bro, that is so beneficial. Like to your mind. Sure. And that that shit really opened up my eyes to a lot, and I'm just like. You can see clearly now. The rain is gone. Yeah, like I was already starting my path, but like. It was just like they they propelled that even more, and I was just like, "Good for you, like, good for her." Yeah. Why do you always gotta say her? Like I talked to fucking. Was it a her or not? It was a they, they them. Mm, so it was a her. It was a they them. Why are you so ashamed? Whatever. But, <laughs> okay. But nah, I was just. I don't know. I'm in a good spot right now. Like, all the way around. Well, I am so happy for you. By the way, how you feeling today? Like, mentally, emotionally? Honestly? Honestly? <laughs> hey, yes. Yeah, oh, feel good. Um, I feel like shit because I've been sick for a week. Uh, I'm happy because I've been hella busy with my photography. And you're kind of on my last fucking nerves this whole week. But I'm working through that. How are you feeling today, Tyler? Pretty fucking good. Especially knowing that I'm in control of my own emotions. So am I. You mm -hmm. don't think I'm in control? Bro, you would Bruh. know if I was not in control. Bruh. I promise you'd be storming off, driving off in your loud ass car right now if I couldn't control my emotions and my words. Bro, I'm gonna be riding around in a fucking piece of shit bucket till the wheels fall off. Like, I look at it and I think about the amount of money that's been invested into it, and I'm like, bro, this thing's still a piece of shit. <laughs> like, dude, I'm not, I'm not throwing anything at that bitch no more. Like, Whenever I'm ready, I'll just cash out on something. Yeah. But, no, nah, man. Like, I was either, in all my relationships, I was either dealing or alcoholic or both. Like, I was just on what I call, like, a suicide mission. And I didn't care about nothing. Like, I was just trying to meet my maker. That's lovely. But every day is a new day. I'm just trying to make the best of it. Same. Me too. I don't. I don't feel that energy for me though, <laughs> bro. I'll be posting on my Instagram motivational shit every my, day. See, the thing is, I am a positive ass person. Obviously, I wouldn't have made it through all the shit I've made it through if I was not a positive ass bitch. I have three children to raise. I have a business to run. I do not have time to be posting motivational fucking speeches every hour of the fucking day. So I'm happy that you get to spread your positivity. But I pour my positivity into my children and my work. That is what I'm alive for. Is to be successful. Not to make it look like I'm happy or successful or positive. It's to actually be it. 
So to you, it might look like I'm not positive. I'm a bitch. I'm not doing shit. But behind closed doors, your words, not mine. Behind closed doors, I'm handling my shit. My kids That's feel the, best. the my That's kids the best feel place. the positivity. I feel the positivity. I'm not looking for attention. I'm not saying that you are. I'm just saying we're fucking different. Like you have to show the way you have to show the world what you're feeling at every moment. If you're sad, you're gonna post some sad shit. If you're happy, you're gonna post some happy shit. If you're feeling like you need some motivation, you're gonna post some motivational shit. I'm no, literally I... just marketing my business every fucking day of my life. I'm breaking away from everything. I'm just trying to keep everything positive and motivational because I got. I also look at what other people post and like other people will post, you know, things when they're struggling with like suicide or depression and other people, you know, they'll post like, I ain't been to the gym in a couple of days and you know, one homie, he's struggling with, with finances right now and he might lose his, his place. And so for me, it's just like, bro, I, you can turn on television and watch all the TV you want, and so much of that shit's fucking negative. You can get on social media and see a bunch of fucking negative. I want to be that one person that when you jump on, you see nothing but positive shit, motivational shit. And, yeah, I'm spreading that because I feel like there ain't enough of it. Like, Good for you. If, I'm you, not, I'm you, not if someone's ever having thing. an off day, you know what I'm saying? Just peep my shit. Get inspired. Like today, I shared a tip. What? What was the tip? Uh, don't judge. Because judging somebody won't tell you about that person, but it will tell that person that you were ignorant. Like if I was to sit here and judge you, and I don't even know you, but I'm gonna judge you, that doesn't that don't tell me nothing about you. Whether I heard something from somebody. Or I'm just looking at you and I'm like, oh, she got, she got tattoos or she got kids. Like, and I'm just fucking judging you, but I don't even know you. Like you could be a really good person. <clears throat> yeah. But me judging you just shows you my ignorance. Fact. Like that was tip one. Cause man, I've always hated that shit and being judged. Granted. You put your life out there. Mm. No, nah, I was being judged by the way I dressed, the way I, I talked, who I interacted with. And it's just like, man, one of the homies that I used to kick with back in the day, he had got out the pen. And people felt some type of way about that. Because this is like, he's fresh out of prison. He's tatted up. And people are thinking... Some something because of the way me and him look that we are here banging like <laughs> gang banging like doing, <laughs> doing gang activity and and really shit we over here doing bible study and shit you know what I mean like this dude is trying to change his life he's trying to help me change my life because he ain't trying to see me end up in prison and it's just like Everybody's judging on the outside, but you don't really, you ain't taking the time to get to know the situation. You ain't asking the questions. You're just judging. You know what I'm saying? And like the church. I don't really, I'm 
not really affected by judgments. No. I mean, me... There are certain moments. I Like, I had one recently where um, judgment, I felt like, played a factor in my life in a negative way. And it kind of pissed me off. But, I mean, fuck, it is what it is. But at the same time, I ain't going to fault nobody. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's entitled to their own views and own opinions. But, fuck, like, there's this, there's this quote. It's like a... If you got a problem with me or an issue or you want to know something, call text me. Yeah, call me or text me. But if you ain't got my number, then you don't know me well enough to have these fucking problems or views or opinions of me. Literally, Spider-Man said that. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that dude's name was. Tom. Yeah, Tom. You're quoting Tom? I'm quoting Tom. And I'm like, bro, that's fact. Yeah. I agree. But, nah, because even, even with, um, when it came to me in school, like, I'd get judged. Like, my kid's principal was my old math teacher, and I used to sit in all my classes, headphones in, and this dude, he was said, he said, hey, Tyler, and I'm like, what's up? And I'm sitting there on my phone, headphones in. He's like, come solve this problem. And I looked up at the board. I gave him the answer. And he's like, no, nah, man, you got to come up here. And so I went up to the board. I just wrote down the answer. He's like, how would you solve it? I told him how I solved it. And he proceeded to teach the class. But he didn't think I was paying attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I get it. You know, you use a teacher. But, nah, man, I've just been judged my whole life, man. And, like. Even sometimes by my own family. I think everyone's judged their whole life. I've been judged heavy. Well, you've made a lot of heavy fucking decisions. Yeah. It's not like, oh, Tyler's gonna fucking walk to the grocery store. It's, oh, Tyler's cheating on his wife again. Or Tyler's a fucking alcoholic again. Or Tyler's fucking in the hospital again. Or Tyler almost went to jail. Like, bitch... (laughs) There's a lot of reasons to fucking pass judgment on you. I don't agree. I don't think it's right. But I think you're fucking delusional if you're going to be out here acting the way you act and not be judged. And then have the fucking... The nerve to be affected by that judgment. It's crazy. Again, but before you get the chance to know me. Because... I've always been that person. But you've always been off the rails until recently. Why yeah, okay, would someone Okay, but even get to even even whenever I was off the rails, I was always that motherfucker. You call me anytime, middle of the night, you need help, I was there. I've always been that motherfucker. Until right now. Until right now. Like the circle that I got, they don't they ain't calling me. If they do call me, you know what? I'm going to show up. But, like, I used to be there for fucking anybody and everybody. And even if I fucking just, I met you one time and you got my number and you calling me up, needing my help, I shit. I don't really know you, but fuck it. I'm going to come help you. No, I remember. But. I was at home with the kids while you were helping. Yeah. Every person from the street. But right now, it ain't on that because I had to take a look. And I was just like, you know what? 
stuff needs balance. You know what I'm saying? Stuff needs, stuff needs, in my opinion, structure. And it's just like, I can still help people while I help myself. Because I've put my shit on the back burner for a long time. Trying to help everybody else. And it's just like, bro, I got to focus on me. And like, man, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. <sighs> something close, something personal. Needed attention and it was between me and another individual and the other individual is just like I got a wife and kids and it's just like I got a wife and kids too and like I'm self-employed and like I still had to be there for fucking everybody and I ain't never said shit to him about that. You know what I'm saying? It was it was a fucked off situation, but man, sometimes it's just like if these motherfuckers have been there for you, like this your moment to be there for them. Like they they wasn't ever there for me, but I was there for them. But that's just always been me. Like I don't give a shit if I've called you ten times and all them ten times you wasn't there for me. But you called me a hundred and I was there them a hundred times. Like, shit, I ain't gonna hold it against you. <laughs> Sorry. But, I don't, that's why I say, like, I've always been a good person. Like, any, any house I broke into, any car I broke into, like, I felt bad. I felt bad afterwards. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I feel bad. <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> I, I was young, man. I was a juvenile. But, like, afterwards I felt bad. You know what I'm saying? My self-conscious. And I think that's what separates a good person and a bad person. Like, if you do bad shit, do you feel bad afterwards? If the answer is no, then, yeah, you're a bad person. But if the answer is, like, yeah, I do feel bad afterwards, in my opinion, you're a good person. I think you're just you're making crazy. bad decisions. I think if you do bad stuff, you're a bad person. No. Nah disagree i think if you rob someone you're a bad person i think if you beat someone up if you beat a bitch up you're yeah. a bad person and for the record i ain't ever laid no hands on a female no, but what you're saying is if a man hits a woman and feels bad about it afterwards he's still a good fucking person good he's a good person i think, I think you know what no because you're saying saying that if there's a man who comes home and is a complete terrible fucking husband beats the shit out of his wife but earlier that day he gave a homeless person fucking food he's a good person no i believe i believe that there are certain lines that if you cross them so if you rob somebody and you feel bad about it you're still a good person if you are a competent adult, yeah, you're a bad person. I was a juvenile. I was I was a teenager. I was like 13, 14, 15. I think you're mm, I think you're constantly trying to make yourself look like a good person. I know that we had different lives growing up, but like we literally lived down the street from each other. 
me and my brother grew up in the same house. I was out here gangbanging and drug dealing, and he was trying to be a fucking but cop. But you were like, a good person? Yeah, I used to sell drugs and then go volunteer. <laughs> and that is why, that that's just your mental, your whole life. That's been your mentality your entire fucking life. I didn't sell nothing. Okay, it's just like, you have those people that will sell certain shit to like kids, pregnant women. And it's just like, I was never that type of person. Like I denied customers more than I accepted customers. I believe like there's just fucking to me, there's fucking morals to everything. Like, yeah, if you ever, this was always been my shit, you know, this, when it came to physical abuse, it was never women, it was never children, it was never handicapped, and it was never elderly. Like, those things were off limits. Like, don't get me wrong, like, I'll throw hands with a grown man any day. Like, but if some female was going to come up and just start beating the shit out of me, I wasn't going to lay no hands on her. i just push her away. Get the You're fuck out the situation. You're such a good person. Hey. You deserve a medal of honor. Thanks. I appreciate that. I love the sarcasm right now. But no. Nah. There's, yeah, cer- like there's certain lines. There's certain lines. Like, that you just don't cross. But like I said, even though I did certain things, like, I felt bad. But I also was with other people. And when you're at that age and you're with people older than you, you kind of feel that peer pressure. Like, I don't know if you've been in them situations. Of course I have, but I'm not a weak-minded person and I never have been. If I'm doing something, it's because I fully want to be doing something. And Because, the- of course, as a teenager, I was doing teenage stuff. I was fucking smoking weed and sneaking out and going to my boyfriend's house in the middle of the night but that's all shit i wanted to do that was that was stuff that affected me and only me that was i never chose to do something that was going to affect someone else because i believe i'm actually a good fucking person (laughs) like i never have to have a debate with someone if i'm a good person or not a good person because one i believe in karma Whatever I put out, I'm going to get back. And I don't believe in hurting other people, even if people think they deserve to be hurt. Well, like I said, I was young and I was juvenile. Like, if I still had that same mentality, if I still had those same feelings, I'd still be doing the same shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, fuck, my life. And my family's life was at jeopardy because of the decisions I was making. And I still continued doing shit after that. Like, it wasn't till I was like, hey, yo, I got to stop. Like, I made that decision. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I don't know what your argument is right now, though. That I've been a good person, I just made bad decisions. Oh. Well, you could die on that hill. 
Oh shit, I'll die on that motherfucker. I ain't tripping. <laughs> but also, like, you get the fuck out of your karma. For sure. What you mean? You get karma. Karma gets you every time. Karma ain't getting me this time. I ain't, got, I ain't giving karma nothing to get me with. You don't think karma's got you in the last month? Because mm. we've had no. conversations and I've been like, that's your fucking karma. And we won't go into it because you'll have a fit. But I believe karma's real and you're always on the receiving end of getting your karma. No, I wouldn't. If we, if I'm thinking about the same situation that I think you're thinking about, <laughs> <laughs> I no, I, I don't, I don't think that that's karma. I think that's just life. <laughs> Shit, fucking happens, man. You know, it was a good thing. It's gone, but like, there's better things to come. And, like, I, that was another thing I put on my Instagram. It's just, like, no matter what somebody's going through, whether it's job, finances, relationships, losing friends, family members, whatever it is, like, it's because there's good to come. Like, anytime something bad happens, it's a positive thing in my mind and perspective right now because something better will come. Like, yeah, you know what? You didn't get this job making $20 an hour. But guess what? You got this other job now making $30 an hour. And it's just like, you just have to keep wanting. Keep wanting that good. Manifest that shit. Keep chasing it. It's when you get something negative that happens or something bad that happens. And you just want to sit there and fucking dwell on it. And be upset about it. And not change it. And I've seen people do that. I've seen people. Sleep all day. Escaping their phone. Because of the situation. That their life was in. Other than doing something positive. To fucking change it. And it's just like you know what. It's like I said earlier. People are going to come and go. Whoever's rocking with me. At, whenever I'm at my finish line. It's like hey. We rocking together. You know what I'm saying. Sure. Like, it is what it is. Okay, say some motivational shit so we can get the fuck out of here. Man, I, I've been thinking about what I'm going to do for tip two. Um, What do you mean tip two? Well, today's tip was don't judge. Oh. Mm. Tip number two? Tip two. Always want... Always want more. Because whenever you settle, you'll settle for less. Always want more because whenever you settle, you'll settle for less. Yeah. It's like that saying, like, if you shoot for the stars and land on the moon, it's better than shooting for the gutter and making it. All right. <laughs> Until next time, folks. Are you going to say bye? Oh, my bad. Later. That's my line. My bad. Deuces. Later.